Hello and welcome to this week's edition of JM Rewind. JM Rewind gives us an opportunity to check out recent guests and shows that have been on JM in the AM. Recently, we welcomed a panel to discuss the work of A Time. A Time just had their big Shasathon, raised a lot of money, and are doing incredible work. Our conversation with our guests from A Time, a recent edition of JM in the AM, and now on JM Rewind at the Nahum Siegel Network. Well, many of you are aware of the fact, because Rabbi Rosen was here last week, that A Time has a very very big event coming up this weekend. It is called the Shasathon. I've heard of the Shasathon. I've been asked to donate to the Shasathon uh, over the years, but until Rabbi Rosen came in last week, I never really realized the details and what type of day the Shasathon is. And it is sold out. Benny Friedman's going to be uh, part of the musical presentation. He hopefully will join us a little later on here in studio. Shasathon takes place this coming Sunday, and literally the entire Shas will be studied in one day. United under one roof. To this point, they have raised over $3.1 million for a time. For those of you who are not familiar, a time is uh, an organization devoted to assisting childless Jewish couples yearning for a baby of their own. They turn sighs of distress into sighs of contentment and transform tears of despair to tears of joy. A time makes dreams come true one miracle at a time. And if you think that's hyperbole or an exaggeration, it is not. And uh, among our guests this morning, who can address the incredible work of a time, uh, uh, Shalom Kushner uh, and Chaim Rothstein, uh, both of whom uh, have stories to tell us in terms of their background, that how they got involved in a time, and can certainly give us a lot of information about why the assistance that a time gives thousands and thousands of couples is so valuable. Shalom and Chaim, welcome to JM in the AM. Good morning, good morning. How's everyone? Great to have you here. I appreciate it. All right, so let's do your your backgrounds first so we understand where you guys are coming from. Uh, You're married since, start with Chaim? Chaim, Chaim, you're married since what year? 2010. And you're from what neighborhood? What area of of this area? Uh, Well, originally from Elizabeth, New Jersey, and I live in Farakaway slash Lawrence. And your wife's from where? Woodmere, New York. All right, and... At some point, obviously, and I'm, you know, in this case, I'm, I'm inserting what I think is the obvious. You'll tell me if I'm wrong. At some point, the two of you realized that there was going to be difficulty in uh, starting a family and having children. Uh, how did this relationship with the time begin for you and your wife? So um, a little early on in our marriage, we uh, noticed that there were some some different things that we wanted to look into. So um, my wife Kim called up the A Time Hotline, which is open basically all the time, my understanding, most hours of the day. Um, they have different rotations, so there's always someone answering the calls. And um, Vivian Moskowitz from the office happened to be picking up. She's very involved in the organization for a long time. Doesn't always do the hotline, but it happened to work out at that time, and they clicked, and Kim and Vivian have been close friends ever since, and we got, we've gotten involved both as recipients as and as benefactors, I guess you could say, to the organization since then. And uh, how long ago was this? I mean, this what you just described, this this short tale of getting in touch with her in the office happened when? About seven and a half years ago, eight years ago. And uh, again, everybody out there in the audience realized that these gentlemen are here not hesitating to discuss personal aspects of their life. What to is a certain the, extent. To a certain extent. <laughs> I told you, you have the right to, to bounce any question you want. What is the, may I ask what the status of your family is at this point? We're still davening. We're still waiting. We're still hoping. Um, we are, Our family has grown um, in certain ways, especially with the relationship that we have with A-Time over the years. They're 
Shabbatones, we can get into that a little later probably, but mm-hmm. um, the various events that they have, the eight-time family that we've become a part of uh, has really expanded our family. So you ask if it's grown, in some ways yes, in some ways no, um, but we continue to dive in that it grows in, in all ways. Right. Uh, I, I've heard stories of tremendous support from one's <coughs> own family, and unfortunately, I've heard stories of tremendous uh, angst from other family members. Have Have you and your wife been recipients of of support from those who are directly around you you're getting right into it here now. <laughs> <laughs> um absolutely so people help in different ways you know everyone wants to help everyone not necessarily knows exactly how to help and every couple needs to be helped in, in specific ways it's a very complicated intimate private type of nisayan that couples right. have to deal with so um, one of the things I think about the Shasathan is so incredible is it creates that venue for family or even friends to be able to show they care, to show they help in a way that they weren't able to before. In the past, you know, some couples are more open with, with their family or with their friends. Some couples are a little more closed off. They're a little more private. Um, and if, if someone wanted to show their support, it was always a risk of, oh, am I going to overstep? The Shasathan created this opportunity where anyone can really go to your page, click donate, write a nice little message, even anonymously, and you get right. the little private message in your email. And it gave people the ability to show that they care in, in, a, in a deep way because you're supporting not just this couple but, but all couples of a time. Um, and I think that's, that's one of the most profound and significant parts of the event that it created that channel. You know, you were described to me as somebody who gets involved and actually runs a time events during the year. And I, I would assume that there's, there's a variety of categories of people um, when it comes to this type of challenge, there are probably those like yourself who dive right in and say, let's keep this organization going and let's, you know, help as many people as possible. And the more we help, the more you pray, you'll be helped, et cetera, et cetera. And then I'm sure you understand this. There are others who just, you know, they may want to help down the road, especially if they get positive results one day, but they're just in no mood, so to speak, to, to, to get involved and, and to even possibly be with a big crowd of people in that type of situation. Am I right that those two categories are pretty broad or pretty – that both exist? Let's put it that Absolutely, way. Absolutely, yeah. So, I mean, it, it, I think it comes down to a lot of things. Most importantly, I think personality right. um, and also, I would say, um, environment support structure. So, so Baruch Hashem, my wife and I have a very strong family support system, friend support system, Rebbeim. We we feel very supported. We have we have strong foundation in in a lot of the you know the struggles that we have and how to process them effectively. And through the couples that I've spoken to, I've seen you know not everyone has as strong of a support um, externally and internally. Right. So when it comes to that, it's it's not as easy for them to start giving before they they're you know they're able to stand on their own two feet and yeah. strongly look another couple in the face and actually give them some chizuk. They they're more they more need the chizuk themselves, which is fine. What year did you say you got married? 2010. So you've now been, I assume, that you've been involved in a lot of repetitive medical stuff. Would that be a good way of putting it? It's a fair way of putting it, yeah. Is it, and I don't know how many, but I would assume it's it's getting up there in number. Is the next one even so much more difficult and frustrating than, than, the, than the early ones? It's a complicated question. Um, hard for me to answer that, to be honest. But, yeah, I mean, in our... It's, They're all tough. Yeah, and, and, and everyone's situation is different. It really depends on the the medical aspect of it and um the nitty-gritty details which i'm not getting into right. but um yeah i mean we're doing everything that we can every we're, time this happens it's it's essentially the same amount of time and the same amount of frustration am i right or could it be that in some cases it's days and in some cases it's weeks that you're you know concentrating on all this um it, 
It really depends. I'd love right. Shalom to jump in here. Actually. Yeah, we're going to get Shalom on now. <laughs> and, I, and I appreciate that very much. Chaim Rothstein's here. As you heard, um, uh, married since 2010. And everybody out there can add him and his wife to, uh, to, um, to, 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 to your thoughts. You wouldn't mind that if people, of course. If people thought of I you and your wife. I also wouldn't mind if you checked out my Shastan page. <laughs> I am Rothstein, C-H-A-I-M-R-O-T-H-S-T-U-N. So you're very practical and it doesn't be very spiritual, huh? It's all going to the same place, but if it goes through my face, you know, it puts a smile on my face. There you go. Shalom Kushner is here. I don't want to, I don't, I don't want there to be a battle between Shastan attendees here. Uh, Shalom, good morning. Good morning. How are you? All right. Now, I saw your presentation, which, if I'm correct, happened six years ago at the Shasathon, right? Correct. You're one of the first Shasathon speakers, frankly. That's right. That's why I Was that the first year? That was the first year. Wow. I get special VIP. I get a special <laughs> Masechta I get every single year. And the crowd was, was very moved by your speech. Uh, you are married since what year? 2006. Okay. And at one point, after all the... The, after all the no's and, and thank God eventually a yes, you and your wife did have a child, a son that you named Yehuda. Correct. But obviously, and you didn't go into too many details, and it's up to you what you will and won't tell us, but obviously things did not go well, and, and unfortunately Yehuda did not live to his first birthday. That's true. Um, my story is a little different than Chaim over right. here. I knew going into marriage that I had a problem. Mm. I was born with a certain type of syndrome. And Hakadosh Baruch Hu was very sweet and nice to me because if I would have was if I would have known about it when I was a teenager right. or a child, I would have maybe victimized myself as I have a issue. I'm a sick kid, right. and Hashem did not allow me to know until I started dating. And I took a certain blood test, and then I found out I have a infertility problem. And I and it made it very easy because I didn't have to look at thousands of girls. I just had to look at a certain type of group of girls that I would be able to go out with. And um, Baruch Hashem, I met my, my beautiful wife. Actually, amazing story. Many people don't know what you mean by that, but I don't know if you want to. Oh, sure. Wh- wh- which point? That she's beautiful? It? <laughs> <laughs> no, when you say a specific type, that, you were, that your choice of who to go out with was narrowed down. Yeah, because compared... I, I had a medical problem. Right. So therefore, you're looking for someone with similar situation? Would that yes. be a way of putting it? Yes, okay, I'll go ahead. No, she's not damaged. She's, right. She just has, right. you know. But similar situation. Um, the amazing thing was I was learning there to Israel at that time, and my wife lived in Borough Park, and we met in Eretz Israel, and we actually got engaged. Mm, wow. So she had to fly to Eretz Israel to meet me, which was an amazing thing. So you're both Brooklyn kids. Yes, we actually live a block away from each That's other. That's funny. And um, you go to Israel to meet her. That's right. pretty funny. She, came, <laughs> she actually came for vacation. Right. Because she was taking a break from dating. And I was learning in yeshiva, and uh, my mashkiach found out, and that's how we uh, set up. So um, going into it, I always knew I had an issue, and uh, my moon and talking was tested many times over and over. But uh, I had a lot of rabbanim and rabbis, and I, and I you know, was able to give myself chizik, which is very important. You have to have a support system. You can't go into this alone. And having friends is very important as well. So, yeah, we started. Um, we lived for two years in Eretz Israel, and then we finally went back to Lakewood, we decided to move to Lakewood. I decided my wife wanted to move to Borough Park, but I needed like a support system, as I said. Mm. Um, Lakewood didn't pan out, so we moved back to um, Borough Park. Yeah. Um, so after two years of, of not having children, we tried infertility treatments, which was, I, I, I think the way to put infertility treatments, and I don't want to be like um, exaggerating because I'm not exaggerating. I think if Achaim would agree with me, I think it's like a, I think the way to put it, it's like a, a long, um, 
it's like a it's like a spiritual physical death mm-hmm. and the reason why i say that is because it wipes you out emotionally and it wipes you out monetarily and it wipes you out physically and it, it really destroys your your whole entire it could destroy your own bias if you really not um have a support system it could really knock you down to your to, to the floor and it, sometimes it's just very hard to get back up and um, there are times that I really fell down, and I didn't think I would get back up, but if not for my wife, and if not for sometimes a friend, or sometimes a, or just a Rebbe saying a nice word to me, or sometimes as I got close to my second family, a time, which if not for them, I wouldn't be here and I would do anything for them. To get me up here, at, I got here at, at <laughs> 7 o'clock in the morning, but I had to wake up at 5 o'clock, and I had to dive, and I had to do daf yoimi, you know, I had to... But I would do I would do whatever it takes for this organization because if not for a time I would be lost. I mean, they were my support when I needed. Now you going into marriage, I mean, admittedly, you you knew the. I mean, I don't know if this is fair to say. You can tell me if I'm wrong. The likelihood would be that someone in your situation won't have children, right? That, and in your mind, you're I, saying we're probably less than fifty percent. Correct. I had I actually had twenty percent. So sort of a twenty percent chance. So does that at all? I mean, comfort's the wrong word, but. It, is that is that is that worse than the typical situation where a couple has no clue if this is going to work or not? Or are you you know I, I don't know how would you describe it's it? It's a very good question. Um, in a sense, I had like uh, I would say it was uh, I had it in a way it was good for me because I knew my situation. Some people they get married, they right. don't know what's wrong with right, them, that's and they don't know who to turn to and they don't know what to do. So in a sense, I like the way you put it. I was actually blessed, as right. you can say. Um, and I how I had contact eight time was not through me. My mother actually she did all the hard work. What a mother does for her children is unbelievable. My mother called up eight time and she spoke to Brownie Rosen and and then I spoke. She spoke and Brownie Rosen gave it over to her husband. And somehow I got connected to Rabbi Rosen directly straight to the boss on top. No, he, Chaim had to go to you know, he the hotline. Vivian's <laughs> <laughs> at the top, too. She's great. <laughs> no, she is great. Now we're at uh, who's more connected. I mean, this battle is very interesting uh, here this morning. Vivian is amazing. I, I, a lot of wouldn't be able to be a lot of places without Vivian. Um, but I um, contacted A-Time, and um, A-Time began my journey. And um, they gave me um, doctors to go to. They gave me... They got me. I, I called up the next next day, and I couldn't get an appointment. And somehow I called up eight times. <laughs> I heard that during your speech. You, yeah. were, you were in the office the next day, right? I was in the office the next day. <laughs> right. um, they took care of my insurance advocacy. You know, a lot, it cost a lot of money. Right. And they 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 they, they took care of insurance. Um, so because of the percentages, were the doctors shocked when you were expecting? Like, were they, was this? Oh, the, the, the I, doctors are doctors. They're never going to admit. Not, not they're never going to admit anything, right. they were shocked. Right. Um, they actually told me I have a high, ch- I have a high chance and everything, um, but mm. but um, I know my numbers and it wasn't right. so high. And um, the third time when I did it, I did an, a, a, a test an operation. Then the doctor told me I have no chance, and that's when I found the, they found the most. Right. Um, so doctors are doctors. I'm never going to admit their ego is too big. Unfortunately, I have a lot to say about doctors. But we won't talk about <laughs> the, it. The Mishnah tells us directly what to think of them. Yeah, go ahead. Yes. Um, uh, and the person just has to believe. If he believes in Akash Baruch Hu and he has, um, he does as a shtadlis, there's a good chance he'll have a good life. Right. Fast forward, not to bring up a painful subject, but in fact, you did celebrate. You, yes. you, you you're expecting a child, and yes. not not now, meaning at that time, mm-hmm. you're expecting a child, and obviously, everybody must be in the greatest simcha. Like, look what's going on, and let's 
and everyone pray because it's such a precarious situation. You know, it's yes. even more precarious than a regular, you know, couple that's that's expecting, etc. And then you go through all this, and then, and I don't know what details you want to tell us or not, but things did not go well after the birth. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, I have to be grateful to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. I have, I had it much easier than many people here. Um, I Baruch Hashem did have a baby after after six, seven years. And I got to hold the baby three times, and it was a tremendous cause for me. And um, the fact is that uh, it was very painful, you know, to, to lose a child in the hospital. The child never went home in the hospital. It was very painful. Sometimes, even till today, I still cry. Um, and I just want to point the reason why the Shasathon, and go back to for one mm-hmm. reason why the Shasathon is such a major thing. And Chaim actually pointed it out, but I just want to add to what Chaim said is that when my brother-in-law saw that I lost a child, he was broken. He, you know, how would he help How would he help me? How would he, what would he do? To, what would he say to me? Right. But the next year, actually it was last year, or two years ago, he asked if he could learn with me by the Shasathan. And by learning with me, hmm. and getting money from me, and uh, writing down notes, you know, like when he donated, that was his closure, a way of, you know, saying I could help my, my, son, my brother-in-law. You know, a lot of people, they want to help, and they want to say the right things, and they don't know how to do it. And the Sasathon, what it does is it connects. It connects the outsider to the guys that are, are going through infertility. Who would think that an event like that has the potential to do that? That's unbelievable. 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 Yeah. Amazing. Um, and by the way, you both brought up, and there's a, there's a million topics to discuss this morning, and we have limited time. And I say a million because there's so many angles of the help that they give and the, the things that we could say to the community. We're speaking to thousands of people right now. Let's start with this. If you are a parent of someone in this situation, because you just described how incredible your mother was, right? Yes. If you're a parent of people in this situation, you have the potential to be such a help and such a source of inspiration. And believe me, the couple's frustrated enough without you exhibiting your frustration and tension that the grandchild isn't here yet. And and I think that that's a very important message to say to, to all the people. Yeah. And on top of that, on top of that, because you mentioned your brother-in-law, yeah. On top of that, and believe me, you know, reaching out like he did is wonderful. I'm sure you felt that, but but in terms of comments that people can make, it's better to simply keep your mouth shut, and that includes in Shul. Rabbi Rosen told me some stuff that's been, you know, there, I mean, there are some horror stories. You can imagine he's been in this for many, many years, and people, you know, that I know are, you know, from from their own experience, have had these uh, ridiculous comments made to them. Someone wrote to me the other day after Rabbi Rosen was here. They had very, very much difficulty having their first child. Thank God, with a time's help, it finally happened. And, uh, of course, they go to shul, and the next thing you hear is, well, when are you having your next one? You know, like, yeah, I, I actually was in Israel once, and a guy came over to me and told me, Mazlov, I heard you had a baby. And, you know, I didn't want to make the person feel bad. Right. So I said, yeah, I did have a baby. No, why not? You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> You're never going to see him again. <laughs> no, um, so... But people, I have to, I have to give people the benefit of that. People, I because, hear that because people mean well, right? They just don't know what to say. It's and and that's why the Shastan is the amazing right. link because you have an opportunity now to tell this couple how you feel about them, how right. you without feel saying a word, just without by exhibiting these, giving actions. them money, right. learning for them. I mean, this is the biggest chus out there. All right, and yeah. the Shastan. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I would just also add to that sure. specifically when it comes to family and even friends. I think really just communication and setting expectations. Um, clear expectations is is important. So you said, you know, to keep your mouth shut. I don't know if I would go that far. I would say more if a, if a couple is willing to speak about it to to tell the family member like where the boundary is. I will let you know if I have something mm. to tell you, right? Um, I I know you care and I know you're davening for me. You don't have to tell me that every day, right? Th- things like that. Not that my family does that, um, but it, it's about it, that clarity because I think without speaking it out, 
they're just assumptions. And of course, from both ends, the, the parents or the siblings are just like, I, how do I show? How do I care? How do I, how do I show them that, 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 I, that they know that I'm thinking about them, right? And the, and the couple knows, um, but no one knows how to, how to bridge that. So I think a candid conversation sometimes, one conversation, just setting those boundaries, those expectations is, can go a really long way and avoid a lot of this hardship or frustration that, that couples and families go through when it comes to that. In addition, it might be a good idea. You just gave me a thought. Uh, I know when couples are going through these situations, they sometimes disappear. They say it could be a Shabbos, it could be a Yuntif. They literally sometimes have to be in the hospital. I think you described that in yeah. your speech. You got you have no choice. You right. got to be there or here or sometimes in your own home. You have to welcome doctors in, even yes, on Shabbos yes. and Yuntif, to do yes. certain things. And yes. then they, you know, a non-Jew will take care of the rest of it. That type of thing. You know, you have to be a good liar, <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. You just need an alibi. Oh, but an but alibi. I just wonder, based on what Chaim just said, I, I wonder if it's a good idea. To in fact give advance warning to family members, you know. If, that- See, this is where I, I disagree a little bit. You can't. Right. You have to know who to. I hear what he's saying, right? But that's vulnerable. You have that's you have right. to pick that's your tough. vulnerability. That's tough. Right. I decide who I want to be vulnerable. I don't have to be vulnerable to all my family members. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's it's right. setting that. If if your choice is not to be vulnerable, then that's the, that which you communicate, and then everyone understands the line. But I just wonder that if the if the matriarch or patriarch of a family. Is aware that you know that you're going through certain things that could make you disappear, and that that might frustrate other members of the family. If they're there to say, you know, no one criticized them for anything. That's that's the law. That's the rule. Now, you know, everyone everyone just keep. You know, I wonder if that helps or not. But you know, we could debate the, we could debate yeah. this for hours. I guess so. the, to sum it up, I would say the couple comes first. Right. Of oh, of that's course. It. So okay, and, and and their meaning their comfort level, what what they need. So even right. if that means. Family, sorry, I'm not going to be here for any umptive this year. I'm I'm running away, right? I'm going right. going to Israel by right. myself, or I'm going to X location. I'm not telling you, right. right? That in no way means that they don't care or love or appreciate their family. Couples need certain things, and then families and friends need to appreciate that and not question or pressure. Right. It's it's always the thing of you know the, the old the old it's all about me, and that's how many couples feel when they get a bad reaction back. No, and it's not about you and what you want. We know you'd like us to be there, but it really we have to you know look out for number one. Take care so of to ourselves. Speak, yeah, so. absolutely. Uh, we have both Chaim Rothstein and Shalom Kushner here in our studio. The Shasathon is taking place on Sunday, and we're using the opportunity to speak about a time. Those of you who would like to take advantage of a time services, some of which we've gone through, others we have not even touched yet, which we hopefully will, uh, go to the website, atime.org, A-T-I-M-E dot org, and uh, you can get more information. Um, now, we mentioned Chaim and his family helping out with events, etc. I'm told that you are somebody who takes very seriously making sure people who are in hospitals, and believe you me, I remember from when, when I spent a lot of time with relatives in hospitals, it is a draining experience being in a hospital. You don't have, and, and I'm obviously not minimizing what the patient's going through, but even for family, I always say, I walk into a hospital for 10 minutes and that's the end of my day. It is such a draining experience. And you want to make sure that everybody's well fed, that there's breakfast there. <laughs> for those who are wondering if anybody cares about them, you're there to show that people care. Well, yes, I have to agree with you that a hospital is someplace that I never want to be. Mm-hmm. And I always thank Hashem that I'm not in a hospital. Right. Um, I just want to shout out to the store that helps us out because they give us a very big discount. It's 1982 Coffee Roasters in Borough Park. Wow. They actually make us fresh breakfast, muffins, water, delicious breakfast every single day. That you then bring? That I then bring early in the morning, 5 o'clock in the morning, to, <laughs> to hospitals in, in, in New Jersey and New York, Manhattan, sometimes Long Island. And there's someone else that does it as well. They do it on. They do suppers and they do Shabbos. Not the only hero here. 
Um, and yes, it's <laughs> but you're a, the one who's here today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is a tough job driving every morning, especially on the way back. You hit sometimes two and a half hours right. traffic, and I do got to go work. Um, but uh, to put a smile on the couple's face and going through so much is the least I can do. It's like I didn't have it when I was going through it, but the feeling of just knowing someone cares about you is is I, I it's some it's a it's an amazing feeling. And Rabbi Rosen told us that there could be as many as five thousand couples in the New York, New Jersey area going through this right now. Yes. How many couples are the most that you delivered to in one day? Do you remember? Was yes, there... I actually had eight couples. <sighs> um, that was New Jersey, Manhattan, right. back and forth. I think the biggest pain for me is to know that there are couples struggling and they don't know there's eight time exists. That actually bothers me the most because – And in our community, that there are people like that who don't yeah, know about the organization. because we had a Shabbaton just, uh, two weeks ago right. in, the, in the Crown Plaza, and there were actually couples that didn't know about A-Time, and it really bothered me. It's very painful to know there's help and not know where to turn to. It's terrible. And not just help, but every area possible is covered. They, they, right. they take Emotional, it. physical. We have a family. I mean, I met Chaim a long time ago, and now I could – we have a WhatsApp group, we talk, we joke, we, we, we make fun, we bother, you know. <laughs> we, you bother. <laughs> <laughs> we get on each other's nerves, and we, we're both family. That's what family is, and we can connect each other. Even though I come from, I'm, I'm Litvak, he's Hasidish. <laughs> <laughs> Very we, we have our fights with Trump and Hillary. You know, we have, you know, we have <laughs> on the WhatsApp, we have a family. It's, it's incredible. This organization is incredible. Well, if you're a real family, obviously you're fighting about politics. It's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio around the world on the web at NachumSingle.com on the NachumSingle Network and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. It's Thursday. A time has their Shasathon coming up on Sunday. It literally will be... Do you know how many people? Do you know how many people come to the Shasathon? About, about almost 700, 800 people. Seven, 800 people learning, studying Talmud under one roof in one day. This coming Sunday, in addition, uh, there's guest speakers and I'm sure a lavish dinner to celebrate at the end, etc. We mentioned Benny Friedman, who I hope will join us, is going to be part of the musical presentation. And that's all happening this coming Sunday. We're using the opera. Oh, here's Benny. Benny, join us. You can even take off your coat if you wish. (laughs) Uh, We'll speak. speak, Good morning to you, Benny. We'll speak with Benny in a second. And all these services and everything that they're able to do for you, at a time, whether it's financial, whether it's support groups, whether it's uh, just procedural stuff or just advice telling you what to do when you hit this road and you need to know how to navigate this road, uh, it's all there on the website. And obviously, you could speak with them as well via telephone, atime.org, A-T-I-M-E.org. And I think Robert Rosen also said, <laughs> I'm trying to recall everything he told us, that there are support groups on this globe every single day. Somewhere, uh, I don't know if he said the country or the entire world, because I know Israel and now Europe is involved as well. Somewhere there are support groups every single day taking place, and that must be an unbelievable help. And uh, I think you even mentioned that your yeah, wife. Well, when I was in Israel, actually, I had, I had, uh, I had a support group in Israel. Yeah, amazing. Right. And your wife would say they were they were really yeah, valuable. It was awesome. She was able to go and connect. It was amazing. Amazing is right. And by the way, we should speak about again as we continue the the adventure of the uh, of the Kushners in this uh, in this not the White House Kushners, but the <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Shalom Kushner. So we should mention that at some point um, after this, this story we told and uh, what you shared with us about uh, your son Yehuda of blessed memory, uh, you, you and your wife obviously made a very, I would, I would have to think difficult or important, maybe both, decision 
uh, in your life. Tell us what happened a year ago. Yeah, so Eitan didn't give up on me. They Even after the doctors told me I had no hope, they told me I should go to Eretz Israel and try over there. Maybe they have more procedures over there I could try. Wow. And they actually helped me in Eretz Israel. But the doctor in Eretz Israel told me that... Um, he told me that um, I have to realize the re- realization is that I won't be able to have children, biological children. Um, I went back broken, you know, normal, crying a lot. Uh, my wife was also very down. And um, that's it. I mean, that was life. I have to re- face reality that I tried my whole entire life. It's not my fault. And a lot of times a person has a, a illness, he thinks it's his fault. He defines him. Illnesses doesn't define us. Hashem gave it to us, and what we're going to do about it is, is, is the question. How you deal with it is what really defines exactly. you. Right? Exactly. Um, and um, I went over to my Rav, and I asked him, uh, should, I start adop- should I try to adopt a child? And he said, yeah, go for it. Why don't you call Chabad? And um, I said, call Chabad? I'm not calling anybody. <laughs> um, um, uh, so he said, okay, listen, you asked me what to do So that, na- that night happened to be a time offers like um, by before Purim Because the holidays are very hard for couples right. So they offer like, uh, they have like um, Sometimes they bring down speakers like uh, they had Rabbi Shays Taub You know, to bring in like, like, like a chizik right. So different rabbis sometimes Calm down in advance of the Yom Tov, you mean? Right, to make right. it easier, because Yom Tov are very hard for yeah. couples who don't have children. Sure. And I went over to Rabbi Sheistab, I said, do you know where I could like adopt a child? So he said, ask Rabbi uh, Chaim Baruch from Montana. He adopted four children, why don't you ask him? There you go. And uh, basically, um, I called him. Um, and at that time, I really didn't believe anything would happen. I, I just, you know, after losing a child and going through so many years of fertility, and so many ups and downs and letdowns and, and just like, you know, I know you want to be positive and everything, but I wasn't. I have to be honest. My wife was very, very positive and she believed, yes, we're going to have, we're going to have a child, we're going to adopt and we, it's going to be amazing. That's why I say that you have to marry the right person. Uh, uh, that's for sure. <laughs> like, by, the way, by the way, that goes for people with kids also. <laughs> yes, yes. Very strong my whole entire life. It, unbelievable. My wife was amazing. Um, and... Um, Two weeks later, basically, I just cut, cut out some stories. Two weeks later, I got a phone call from Chaim Baruch telling me that he found me a child. Whatever I wanted, I wanted a white, Jewish, healthy <laughs> baby. You know, I had the whole thing. and The checklist. The checklist. And he asked, and, I, and he, he actually told me, like, he said, like, you know, I want to give you a child, but, like, I have us a whole long line of friends that right. should go be- before, before you. So, like, why should I give you first? Mm-hmm. That's what he told me when he, when he called me. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I told him, listen, my Rav said I should do my shtadlis, I'm doing my shtadlis. Anyways, the next day he sends me a link, he's collecting money for a shul. Um, and I thought it was, maybe he thought my name is Kushner, that's why. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I actually gave him $180, which right. was a double campaign, and a double to 360 and I actually sent his link around, and it raised a little more money. Right. And I asked him afterwards, when he told me he had a baby for me, I asked him, why but, what's that yeah. with, the, with the link? <laughs> he said, Ayid from Borough Park helps out Ayid from Montana. You, you gave me money to, my, to, to, to support my shul. You don't even know who I was. You didn't even know I was going to help you. I even, like, maybe, like, machavek to you. I told you, like, I have a line. Right. And you helped me, so how can I not turn back and help wow. you? No, never know what you're doing. Worthwhile investment, the 180, <laughs> <Yeah>. huh? <laughs> and uh, Baruch Hashem, today I have a baby, healthy. I, wow. I picked him up in the hospital. Whose name is? His, my shver was Nifta. His name was Heshi Frank. So, oh my gosh! I think I knew you were Yeah. So uh, his name was Tzvi Frank. So we named him Tzvi. We call him Hashi. Very Hashi nice. Kushner. And he's a year old, correct? He will be a year. Listen to this crazy thing. That's why I want to tell you the Shasta the Schus of the Torah that people learned. 
it helps. I, I was one who spoke about a Shasathon six years ago. Six years ago. My baby's birthday is on the Shasathon. <laughs> this coming Sunday. This coming Sunday. <laughs> Happy birthday. <Yes. laughs> Unbelievable. JM and the AM, Chaim Rothstein and Shalom Kushner are here. We're talking about the Shasathon and the Time organization. Uh, Chaim, I will get even more personal now. Oh, boy. <laughs> when, you, when, when you hear a story like Shalom's, does it put thoughts in your head about possibilities of expanding your family? Um. It, it 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 tickles. It always tickles in the in the, in the back. Um, yeah, now it, it that topic pops up every once in a great while. Right now, you know, right. Not you're on a I'm, certain road right now. Yeah, still uh, young. He's 24. <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, but no, yeah, I, and yeah, there's Aton actually has a whole adoption support right. group. Um, right. There are people that you can call because, of course, that that whole journey i'm sure is yeah i mean there are challenges that none of us would know about so that's who i turned to i turned to the people in a time who adopted there were many couples who adopted who gave me chizik and told me go for it i mean you'll go through things that that none of us would ever go through because it's a different road it's It's a a very rough road but if not for a time couples that went through it i wouldn't be able to do it they were holding my hand so what was simchus torah like this past simchus torah well he was still a baby so i couldn't really but still it must have been a little different yeah it's it's I, I want to say I, it's a, it's a, I can't I can't explain it. It's a game changer. And have you ever figured out why? Because you said this from the pulpit six years ago. Have you ever figured out why Pesach was the most difficult for your mother, <laughs> for your wife as opposed to other Jewish holidays? I mean, I would think Hanukkah and others would be. You know, because Pesach is all about the children. It's the Gadol right. Bincha. It's all about the child, and have, all the kids are standing up and they're saying the Manashtana, and it's it's just very yeah. painful, very tough. A lot of pain out there. Everybody out there, keep that in mind. We have to be much, much, much more sensitive. Uh, Benny Friedman is here. Benny Friedman is part of, and in fact, I'm told that he uh, is helping to coordinate the musical portion of Sunday's Shasathon. Benny, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning, good morning. Always great to have you here. It's always good to be here. And based on what I saw you doing, it sounds like we're already on social media this morning, so thank you. We sure are. <laughs> of course. We waste no time. <laughs> yeah, you went right for it, huh? Uh, tell me what you have planned for this coming Sunday, and then we'll get your comments about the Atime organization. Um, we're planning a small family reunion. <laughs> we're going to have uh, my uncle Avram Freed. Perhaps nice. you have heard of him. Oh, you're serious about the family reunion? Oh, yes. Nice. It's going to be Avram Freed. Yeah. Eighth day. Nice. Your cousins. My cousins. Ellie Marcus. Whoa, my another cousin. cousin. And myself. Nice. And um, some more, uh, you know, random family members. Hmm, let me think. Will be in the uh, in the choir. <laughs> Very cool. What yeah. second generation? Or second thir- generation, generation. Third generation. Whoever's available. Whoever is uh, unemployed. <clears throat> <laughs> now, have you done this before? Has there ever been a family, uh, you know, musical event like this in in public in front of uh, these many people? Um. Not with the family choir. We did mm. um, Avram Fried and nephew show. Right. Avram Fried and nephews in <laughs> Jerusalem on Sukkot a year or two ago. I don't remember. Very cool. And it was just wonderful. And uh, we're looking forward to a very, very beautiful event. Now, there's an irony here that I hope is not lost on everybody. That at the A Time event, a family musical presentation is taking place. How about that's, that? That's pretty wild. Has anyone mentioned yeah. that to you yet? Has been that been a... Uh... No. But it's so unbelievable. All we yeah. hope is that everybody builds their families that's sitting there Indeed. in that room. And, and you have a major family event going on on stage, which is pretty cool. True. Uh, tell me, you, do you know about the organization? Are you familiar with the incredible work that they're doing? Well, first of all, on the way here, I was listening in on, oh, the, uh, on the app. I hope that was informative. That was very informative. <laughs> Second of all, um, A-Time is very famous. Yeah. 
Uh, we know all about them. And um, we've been following the Shazathon for a few years. Avram Fried was learning last year with Mordechai Ben David Bechavrusa. Right. I remember seeing that online, right? This year, he had a big downgrade. What, let me hear. He's going to be learning with me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? What an, uncle, what an uncle won't do. What an huh? uncle won't do. Can't be on top forever. <laughs> ah, he's learning with me this year. It's going to be different. By the way, you're a good person to ask. I mean, all of you are, but not, since you brought it up, are you assigned a specific thing to learn that day? How does it work? Like, yeah. You're literally assigned. They yeah. tell you what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They for give for us. the singers, they're, they're given. Um, for the rest oh, of us, everyone, you get to choose. You get to choose? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. They <laughs> sent me. They said, this is what you're learning. There'll be a test uh, Sunday have, night. Right, exactly. We have no Rahman aside. Yeah. That's what it is. He gave, they gave him the most obscure passages in Talmud to study with his uncle. No, they gave me from Bob Mitzia. Oh, was it, like, not uh, bad. Top 10 greatest hits. Pretty conventional. Of the Talmud. Right, pretty that conventional, right? Simple. There's a good... Oh. Oh, see, that's what I wanted. I know everyone was plugging their page. I don't want to compete. I don't want to compete, but if you could, go shasatan.com slash Benny Friedman, whatever. Is that all they have to do is search your name? That's it? And they I, can I think so. Your, uh, you got to give a lot of money because uh, it's very embarrassing. And you got to hmm. prove, prove to your uncle you're worth it. Come on. That's right. <laughs> so um, uh, so you sit there and you actually, as you said, study B'chavrusa in this case with Avram Fried. Right. And you know that the money's going to support an amazing cause. Their budget is immense. Their budget's in the many millions of dollars a time. That's what they need per year in order to do all these things that they do. And uh, obviously their track record's pretty amazing. So we know it's going to a really good cause. I don't think there could be like uh, I mean uh, what 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 better way can there be to spend your money? Yeah. I mean uh, I can't even imagine such a thing exists. Yeah. A, a better way to spend money? I don't. I, By the way, I just got an email from someone. They said uh, I have a choice with sponsoring Avram Fried or Benny Friedman. What do you suggest, Nachum? What should I answer? Oh, what, do you think, what do you think I should answer? Call it off quick. <laughs> <laughs> they should go for they should go for either Chaim or Shalom right, instead. Exactly. Right? <laughs> Uh, by the way, a time uh, on their website reminds us, just as one example, folks, just one example, they have 26 consultants, 34 mashkichim and mashkichot, 1,400-plus fertility procedures that go on in a, I assume they mean typical year, I would guess, although, frankly, if you told me that that's a month, I'd believe it as well. And uh, as we said before, this is happening under difficult circumstances, under a lot of pressure, and it's not just the couples, even their staff and everybody else has to run and you know, be there and uh, sometimes take away from their own Shabbos and Yantif in order to accommodate. And uh, all these people working under the uh, the uh, guidance of a time um, make sure to get it done in uh, so many different ways. So support it. Uh, support it by going to the Shasathon website. Uh, we will make three recommendations because we have three people here. That guy, Avram Fried's not here. We're not pushing We're not pushing for his page, Benny. No way. He should have showed up if he wanted us That's pushing right. Him. I mean, come on. That's right. Was he gallivanting over into Holy Land <laughs> doing these? Is that where he is? Is that where he says he is? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Show me the proof. <laughs> yeah, we want to make sure he's not lying in bed right now. You know, I mean, come on, Avram. Anyway. Uh, he's a good sport, so hopefully we can get around with him. Uh, but you can go to the Shasathon page, and Chaim Rothstein has a uh, has a sponsorship page. Uh, Shalom Kushner has one, and Benny Friedman has I, one as well. I already raised my goal. You could give to Benny. Ah, oh, nice. thank you. <laughs> wow, look at that. Help a guy out. Um, and by the way, some groups have some very lofty yeah. goals. Yeah. Have you seen what's going on there? I mean, I'm talking about groups that are way over $100,000. Team Farakaway, go Team Farakaway. You're serious? Yeah, I mean, are I you mean, number one in terms of teams? We are. That's right. You're the number hey, one team. I believe that's I checked. We raised over 230 something. I don't know. Check it out. Is this something I could see right away? Go to the homepage and scroll down. Not it, it don't it don't it scroll said, down all the way to the bottom, please. <laughs> then I'll find you. Then you'll find me. 
Team Far Rockaway at the moment wow. has over a quarter of a million dollars. Oh, two, wow. Two, 252000 plus dollars wow. uh, for Team Far Rockaway. So when they support you, they're supporting that team, obviously. Yes. I mean, that's under the whole... Uh, how do you get so many Far Rockaway people involved in this? I mean, I guess there are a lot of very Word wonderful spread. Word spread. Our, of... our fearless Captain Libby Zupnik pushes, pushes hard. Is that we what got, it is? All about guns, big guns on our team. That's <laughs> pretty amazing. And there are others as well. Uh, Kolbanayach has exceeded 230,000. Reb Shaila's team over 230,000. Care Right is over 200,000. There's only that... number one number one. And there's only one number only one, one, correct. And there are many others. <laughs> there are many others. I really didn't expect this to turn into a battle royale, but okay. <laughs> All <laughs> there, for a good cause. And there are others over 100,000, of course, plenty more uh, between fifty and 100,000. You go to Shasathon website and get uh, the information um, uh, in terms of sponsoring it. And, uh, you know, Benny, it's funny. I had one of my staff members ask Rabbi Rosen yesterday. I said, just find out. If when we speak about this event today, are we encouraging people to come? You know, like, is this a last minute? And I, I you know what? Give me a second. Cause I have to read you this answer. It was pretty, I thought it was an exaggeration when I got this back. Because frankly, it sounded so impossible <laughs> to believe. Uh, but the message I got back was, give me one second. The event was sold out in seven minutes, four months ago. Wow. That's the message I got back, and that's accurate, right? I mean, Absolutely. I mean, that's the, no exaggeration. I remember the days, the first year or two, where they were begging people <laughs> to, to come and take a slot. Please take a slot. Um, and the fundraising goal minimum was was much lower than it is today. And Baruch Hashem, it's exploded. I heard, I think, over 1,000 people tried to log into the site when they opened registration this time around. The site almost crashes almost every year because so many people are trying to get in. Benny, do wow. people want to learn Talmud that badly? Like, what's going on here? It's like uh, like uh, Hillel Azokin, you know? I guess. If you want it so bad, so then they're going to expand so, it next year. They're going to do they're going to do two shots, uh, two seums, uh, you know, two, uh, cycles. two, two cycles in one day. There's, there's very good wine at the... At the is at that the, what it is? There. I think actually it shows you the amazing of Clydesville, the nice and oil of people how people feel, and they want to give back to couples that are going through infertility. Yeah. And and what's funny is, maybe funny is the wrong word, this could be a bike-a-thon, and this yeah. could be I'm a walk-a-thon, yep. and this could be a marathon. I mean, you know how many organizations are with many marathons around the country, etc. And, and by the way, those would all be great and an amazing mm-hmm. opportunity mm-hmm. to raise money, but this ended up being a shasathon, and I think you alluded to it, actually. I think you quoted a Gemara in that, a Gemara in Makos, as yes. it was, and now I saw the speech recently, you did it, so, so I'm not being fair to you. But I think you quoted something in that speech about how you know Torah is something, I don't remember exactly, but that, that, that it's fitting, let's put it that way, that it's fitting that a time is using the Talmud in order to unite everybody and in order to raise money for the cause. So yeah, there you Rabbi Fran spoke a few, weeks ago, a few years ago also on the Shasathan, and he, he made this exact point. There are many types of athans, but not many of them is the actual athan part supporting the cause right. in addition to the funds that are being raised so that's very cool. and you have to train the same way it's not it's not no it's not so easy <laughs> yes. to sit down and well, one t- day finish 10 block gemara well take us through your regimen what do you, what go, you, go you wake up in the morning yeah. you have to get a good breakfast yeah and then a good lunch yeah to get a good lunch <laughs> <laughs> it's not, I mean, it's, it's not it's easy. easy it's not easy i have a very easy masechta i'm telling you it's not i have tinnitus very easy masechta you guys have it wait one second but 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 i know i think you're being serious now I'm being but, very serious. But what do you mean it's not easy? Meaning it's to just, complete it in hard. one day? You sit, I can even kind of sit like in this chair. For, <laughs> you sit, sit for, for, sit for four, It's morning standard, hours. afternoon standard. Most of us aren't in yeshiva anymore right. full time. So that's like it's like six, going. It's like going back to the learning. basketball days and trying to play a two-hour game. It would be exactly. impossible, right? Okay, that makes sense. It's very. Uh, I hear it. You have to. You have to. Uh, it's grueling, Mr. Friedman. You, you, you have to train. You can't just come and say, okay, 
Sunday, Shasatan, I'm going to sit down and learn Templat Gemara. No, no, no. you got to prepare. Wow. you got to learn a Gemara ahead of time. I hope this is not going to affect your performance there on Sunday. I hope you're not going to leave it all on the field there, I'm going buddy. to be very distracted. There's going to be so much Torah. You're going to be spent by the time you get on stage. In my mind, I'm not even going to know what like what's going on. I'll be in a different world. Uh, you know, you have some songs. I was checking this morning. You have some songs that are very appropriate for this Shasatan. I'm being serious. Like what? Hamalach. You, you have, I, you you have your own. Who wrote that Hamalach? Is that your Baruch song? Baruch Levine. It's a great song. I, yeah. play, I played it this morning knowing that these gentlemen are coming in. And you also have an Ivduas Hashem Besimcha, which I heard Shalom Kushner say in that speech. You you actually painted your apartment a certain color yes. in order to increase the Simcha. And there was another thing you said. Music was playing Always. all the time because right. you would not cave in to allowing depression uh, and being down to come into your house when you're going through all this. 100%. Very important. I'm sorry, Benny. I didn't... <laughs> what, what? I'm sorry, Benny. He wasn't one of the CDs. But... <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Benny? It was Rav Schleimer. Rav Schleimer. <laughs> oh, it was Rav Schleimer. All right. There you go. <laughs> Benny, you're going to recover from this or not? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I need to be shook. <laughs> I don't even think Benny was born when I was. <laughs> you don't realize how long he's been on the scene. Yeah. Uh, so you have songs that are quite appropriate, and it's funny that Ivduas Hashem Basimcha was such a theme of his speech when he was describing everything that was uh, that was going on, and actually meeting the two of you and expecting you know people who who did in fact have or do in fact have this burden on them that would show publicly is is refreshing because it's obvious that with everything you're going through and everything that you uh, with your wife and family are going through it's obvious that you are making a very strong effort to stay as positive as possible and to really keep the simcha going um would that be fair to say yeah it's it's the only way it's when, when we yeah. on shabbaton when we talk to couples like i said a personality thing some people find it easier harder to, right. to be positive it's all about positivity it's all about being the simcha Trying to find the 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 good things, the advantages, the the benefits, the silver lining. Always, that's it's the only way. I mean, we see we both see couples that you know, it yeah. really brings them down. Like it's, it's the only way. The only way is to give back. To give back, help someone else that's struggling. To be positive, to be thankful. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, I'd have never had a child, a biological child, that, right. but I have an adopted child. Um, I did have a child, didn't live along, but you know. We have someone. We have a wife. We have each other. It's you have to be optimistic. Some people like they just like close. They go into a cave and they they just suffer. Yeah. It's, I, I never saw. And any you happiness. feel bad for them. You yeah, feel there's no happiness. It's right. it's sad. I mean, just come out. There's so many people where we warm. We want to talk to you. I met a, I met a guy by the Shabbaton. I was talking to him. He told me like he started talking to me and I found out we had the same issue. The same we had the same situation. And now he can consult with you. Yeah, now we now I, he really relates to me. Right. Like I really get him, and and what this medication does sometimes when you're taking infertility, it wipes you out. Like you're not able to even function. Sometimes you can't even daven. I wasn't able to sometimes daven after when I came back from the and I I didn't. I went to my rabbi. I said just put on your tefillin, say Krishna, and that's it. You're part of you know. You need someone to talk to, and sometimes you can't talk to your parents, and sometimes you can't talk to all those rabbis you right. have, and you need a friend going through it. And there's so much support out there. And eight time offers that, and it's it's incredible. It's it's a it's a shame if a person doesn't reach out. It's a shame. Well, one good thing I could tell you: you were worried about uh, the people who don't know about the organization. A lot more know about it now because right. there are a lot of people now who will be calling and who'll be going to the website. Uh, you can support these gentlemen at the shasathon dot org, and you can go to the a time dot org site. And anything we discussed this morning is on there. 
Maybe not Benny CDs. That may be the only thing that's not included in the Time website. Although after by this by this afternoon they yeah, may get be on right it. Get on it quick. <laughs> by the way, Heshi, familiarize him with yes, the, with, yes. with Benny CDs. Definitely. Come on, Definitely. I mean you know, not to thank God you have a child in the house. You know, I mean, what else? What else are you going to do but uh, familiarize him with Benny's music? Uh, they say I'm the number one babysitter in the entire world. <laughs> Uh, what's in the repertoire uh, for Sunday night? Like, is there a specific? Uh, is there something specific that you're doing because you're there that you wouldn't do at another event, or you're just doing? Uh, we're doing a, a new song, nice. a, 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 a song special for the Shasathon. Nice. Um, I have to learn it quick before the who before wrote Sunday. it. Do you know who wrote it? Yossi Green. Nice. Yes. And with words that he chose specifically because um, of English name. words. I'm not sure who wrote well, the, the words. Lyrics. I'm not sure, but uh, come Sunday, I'll know. Right. And Avraimo will know it as well. Uh no, I'm singing it solo. Oh, you're doing it yourself. Wow. Yeah. Now the pressure's on. <laughs> oh yeah. You may now not. that I said it out loud, my heart's just started. <laughs> but don't worry, Chaim has volunteered to hold the cue cards if you don't know the lyrics. By the oh, way. good. Yeah, he said he'll be more nice. than happy to do that. How, See, we all have to hide him team. in the back. Yeah, we'll have to hide him in the back somewhere. You know. Yeah. People don't big, real. You don't want to admit cards. that you're using those. You know. I get my binoculars. <laughs> we'll be suave about it. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, that should that should be unnoticed. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, uh, Betty, you're amazing. All right, uh, Hatzlacha to you, and good luck Sunday night. Oh, man, thank you. And Mazel Tov. Thank Mazel. you very much. Oh, yes. Mazel Tov. Thank you very much. Nachum Siegel's son got engaged. Chaim. Thank you very much. We have a lot of nachas and simchas. Amen, amen, amen. Chaim, Boy, look at this. He brought the vodka in and everything. Amazing. I love it. I'll tell you. In Israel, uh, it's after it's after 12. That's you know right. I mean? It's all fine. I thank Benny Friedman. He'll be there Sunday night with an incredible collection of performers to pay tribute to the Atime organization, most of whom have Freed or Friedman in their last name. Some don't. Some have Marcus. We get that. But uh, any of the second or third generation have other names, or that's it? Are they all Marcuses or Friedmans? Or are, there, are there other names in there? I don't know who's going to be there. Yeah. I wonder. Yeah. No, and, no, uh, one, no one flying in from Hawaii, right? Uh, I don't know. It's you still, possible. You still have cousins we have in, Hawaii, in Hawaii. Right? Sure. Yeah. In fact, I just saw... On Facebook, your this would be your aunt, I guess. Your aunt was running a uh, some program this past, I think it was this past month Shabbos in Hawaii. How do you like that? Oh, really? Yeah, Chabad of Hawaii, right? Nice. No, not uh, not my aunt. Avram Freed. Not your Avram aunt. Freed has a brother-in-law who's a right. Shriek, I apologize. I have cousins who live there. I apologize. This would be, this would be Avramel's sister's right. husband. Uh, Av- uh, Av- Avramel's sister's husband, right? No, Avramel's wife's brother. Oh, I'm even further yeah, away Avramel's on this one. Avramel's wife's brother. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is Chabad geography. <laughs> Not so simple. Yeah, they say you can't lose a Jewish geography. I think I just lost on this one. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, whoever's... It was flying, a good effort. Yeah, thanks Nothing a lot. was a good effort. I tried. I tried to, you know, <laughs> contribute to the conversation. But anyway, send my best to all of them. Chaim. Chaim Rothstein, I thank you. My pleasure, sir. Um, we will continue to pray for you and your wife and have you in mind. And it's been a real honor meeting you. You as well. I appreciate that. I think that. really fast. We met a long time ago yeah, you in look Jerusalem Pizza in Elizabeth, New Jersey. <laughs> wow. Was my I mother get... told me the story last night. My mother's Molly Rothstein from Elizabeth, New Jersey. Oh, my gosh. So when I, I was Your mother's like, a legend. She is. When I was like five or six years old in the snowstorm, we were in the pizza shop and you were there. And apparently I was a cute kid and I saw you and I said, Nachum Siegel, what a thrill. <laughs> and to this day, my mother thinks it's the most hilarious story. <laughs> I said this. But, um, <laughs> That's pretty. Yeah, and, and my mother-in-law is, is Fran Hermes also. She sends Oh, my gosh. Oh, you are yes. well connected. Yes, sir. Make sure Fran knows about this shidduch. 
She'll, I, she'll, I think she mentioned it over WhatsApp. Oh, uh, did she yeah. mention it? Because she yeah. knows both sides yes. really well. Yes. <laughs> uh, Benny, the story about the pizza shop. Uh, tweet that out immediately, please, <laughs> Bar. Please, Benny. Come on. Get on it. I mean, come on. Why are you doing only the Benny, Benny music stuff? Come oh, on. man. I just dozed <laughs> off. I'm sorry. <laughs> And Solomon Kushner, I thank you for being here. It's my pleasure. I thank never you. thought this conversation would end with laughter. I never thought that. But thank God we've had yeah, quite a time this morning with the people from a time. Very important, everybody. Support the Shasathon at Shasathon.org. Team Farakaway. You can support them. You can support Benny Friedman. Be among the first to uh, to dedicate some dollars to Benny's efforts this coming Sunday. Yes, please. <laughs> He's begging everybody. And, of course, uh, you can get information about everything that a time does by going to their website at atime.org, atime.org. That was our recent conversation with our uh, panel from A Time, an organization doing great work in our community. Thanks so much for tuning in. Make sure to tune in again to JM Rewind same time next week and listen to JM and the AM every single weekday morning right here on the Nahum Siegel Network. Trials of life in close.
Tomorrow 